I'm amazed you've been able to keep a facility such as this hidden for so long. Well, most of the jobs left this area years ago, so there's not much reason for people to venture down here any longer. Although we do get the occasional teenage devil worshippers, but they're pretty easy to scare off. On the record, why the secrecy? Other facilities for the criminally insane exist. They don't hold people without trial. What about their rights? Well, if Gitmo can get away with it, why shouldn't we? Hmm? These monsters. They're domestic terrorists. As far as I'm concerned, they have no rights. I mean, do you really believe that out of the millions of people in this country, there aren't more than just a handful of sickos? Hmm? I mean, Dahmer and Bundy and Gacy, they're just the ones that got all the press. Here, we house the ones that you whisper about around the campfire. So killing them, would that be the answer? Off the record? If I didn't have those SOBs up in the state house, nosing around my business, I'd put a bullet in each of their heads. Welcome to No Man's Land, Miss Quinn. Hi, this is Brandon Ford. And this is Tony the Tiger, the Thunder from Down Under. And welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. It's the season of the witch and the Halloween tricks and treats are continuing with this week's commentary for the Funhouse Massacre. And Tony, you've never heard of this one? I'd not heard of it. Um I re- <laughs> when I saw the cover of it, I reckon I have seen the cover of it, but because uh, of such the generic title, I wasn't too interested to watch it. <laughs> but I actually didn't mind it when I watched it in the end. Well, it sounds well. The title makes it sound very much like it would be one of those throwaway shot on iPhone movies that are mm. just for there for content on the streaming sites, or even worse, like a Rob Zombie. Ni- uh, knock off <laughs> that's what i sort of thought it might have been well more like the, uh, uh, the asylum <clears throat> yes but it's not this is per, uh, re- distributed by shot factory who still refuses to answer my tweets <laughs> um i don't know they don't like me but we're gonna get into that and we're gonna get into recent views and all that good stuff but before we're just going to get the plugs quickly out of the way i would like to encourage everyone listening to please check out my books in hardcover kindle and paperback editions by going to amazon.com typing in brandon ford you'll also find my author page which you can subscribe to in order to receive email notifications whenever i have a new release 
I also have several titles available in audiobook format, which you can find by going to audible.com or the Audible app, typing in Brandon Ford. If you don't already, please follow me on Instagram at writerbrandonford, on Letterboxd and Twitter at Brandon Ford. You can also follow Tony on Letterboxd at Tony underscore the underscore bear hopefully one day he will get his instagram back can't you have it already can't you just reactivate it what is the uh problem oh for god's sake well you all you gotta do is just sign up with facebook don't you know that <laughs> we'll see we'll do something yeah you do something because you know we need to promote the podcast okay we need to whore it out we do, and I don't think James is doing much whoring, at least not anymore. Um, <laughs> so, but if you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, or recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. Please don't forget to visit the official Blind Rage Podcast Facebook page to like and subscribe. Last and most importantly, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Blind Rage Podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. I don't feel like I sound too good tonight. No, you sound perfect. I feel like I sound nasal. You sound like you've done coke. Mm. Well, it's Tuesday. But so then so did, so did Oprah, so, you know, you'll be fine. Mm. Well, I did I did the spritz of, of the Simply Saline, so we just have to wait till that takes effect. <laughs> <clears throat> so, before we get into the Funhouse Massacre, let's talk recent views. What have you been watching as of late? Well, I, I try to get my hands on G.I. Jane 2 with Jada, but I've been mainly watching TV shows. Um, there's a good one... Uh, a documentary about music called This Is Pop that I've been enjoying. That's on Netflix. And um, I've only seen a few episodes of it, but uh, the first one was about um, boy bands like Boys to Men, and the second one was about uh, auto-tune, which was I found quite an interesting topic. And uh, I got into a um, streaming service uh, called Daily Motion, and I've been watching an old, <laughs> an old British show called One Foot in the Grave, which... It's a bit, um, if anyone knows, it's like some mothers do have a type of comedy. It's a bit weird, but it's my type of humour sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And how about you? Uh, well, I binged uh, Pam and Tommy. And oh, yes. I thought that was quite good. I really liked it a lot. You shoved it uh, in. I did. Well, oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know what the girl who played her looked like, but she had the voice down. She sounded she exactly like her. She looked quite like her, and um, it was well done to the makeup because uh, um, otherwise she doesn't look like her. So, hmm. Did the guy look like uh, Tommy Lee? I didn't actually check out this picture, but uh, in saying that, I I do feel like I saw a glimpse of it, and it did look like Tommy Lee, but hers was much more impressive for me, her transformation. Well, with him, really all you have to do is just cover him in tattoos, dye his hair yeah. black, and 
pierce his nipples and put his hair all, all in his face and that's like he's got family. a bit uh incidentally he's got sort of more of a generic look like you could sort of say oh we need a tattooed rocker <laughs> yeah and then you'd think that's tommy lee <laughs> uh pretty much yeah um but yeah i did enjoy that and i also from an australian director i reckon oh no i, I like it even more <laughs> um We've been a lot, getting a lot of um, Australian directors up here and on the mm. show. We're still going to get Greg McLean on for uh, Wolf Creek probably yes. after the new year. Um, we could do it for Australia Day. Ooh, when's that? January 26th. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... It's not like it would be any... Well, th that would be the first Australian... No, it's not. We've done Star Morning. Um, no, we've done uh, The Loved Ones. The Loved Ones, yeah. So that wouldn't be our first Australian movie. <clears throat> no. And we've done several Australian directors. So we've been paying a lot of homage to the land done under. <laughs> um, but as far as movies, I... Uh, List I did there. There's no audio description for it, but it was so I just listened to it. But I did, I did find a very detailed review on YouTube, so I was able for the most part to follow what was happening by sounds. But it was called Angst from 2003. It's also called Penetration Angst, oh. and it's by a German filmmaker a director whose name i don't recall and i think this was his first english-speaking movie and it was shot i believe in the uk or britain and it's a mostly there were was like one german actor i think uh, but anyway it was very reminiscent of teeth which is interesting okay. because this came out four years before Teeth. But the woman in the and they do mention Vagina Dentata, which they do talk about a, quite a lot in Teeth. But in this movie, um, I don't think you see anything or I don't think her she has vaginal teeth. What it what happens when a man tries to insert himself into her is it just sucks him up okay. and then all that's left of him is his clothes okay that was uh, uh something similar happened i think it was american gods something similar happened but well there's and yeah uh but there was one scene that it was similar to Teeth because she get, also gets um, taken advantage of by her gynecologist. But she went to see her gynecologist because she wanted to know what was wrong. And he was like, um, you're really tense. I'm going to have to give you something. And he gave her a needle, a sedative. And I'm like, okay, I don't think they're supposed to do that. <laughs> And well, what but, are they supposed to do? Put on Muzak? 
Well, they're not supposed to do anything. You're just supposed to breathe and try to relax. And if you can't relax, then that's it. Um, they don't give you drugs. Uh, but yeah, he gave her he gave her something that knocked her out. And when she woke up, all she saw were his clothes on the floor. Yeah. So she knew he did something to her. Um, and then there's a subplot with this guy who really he's a he's like um the underdog he seemed really sweet and he really wanted to date her but she only like i don't know if she only liked him on a friendly basis or she just didn't want anything to happen to him but he gets his own story arcs and then the people he interacts with get their own story arc. So it was tonally all over the place. Um, as far as being a well-made film, I would say it was not very good, but as far as my enjoyment of it, I liked it. Um, as wonky and as goofy as it was, um, yeah. it was interesting. Um, it, it was definitely a bit zany at times. And, you know, I like things like that. So, um, yes. And, uh, so that's all I have. Nice. I, uh, Read a, uh, I read a book, but they mention German uh, fetishes in there, and they suggest that Germans enjoy. And I'm 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 only quoting the book. I'm not saying this myself. Uh, they like to be quite clean, but surround themselves in shitty things. So, uh, sort of like, uh, let's say you'd wear lab coats and whites, and then. Uh, fist someone <laughs> well yeah germany is known is no it where you well, for supposed to things. get the best scat porn oh okay if that's what you're into um, yeah, yeah and um if it is that's fine it's not my cup of tea thank you you did like the song though no, I didn't. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Bit of 90s techno for you. Mm, yeah. Remember that song um, with the little French baby? That, I don't know what the phrase was that he said, but they just kept looping it around and put a dance beat around it. And they even put him in the video for it. He was like two or three. No. I forget what it was called. You don't remember that? No, no. I remember, like, uh, you know, that did open your mind. And <laughs> but that was repeated. No. And there was a good, there was a good song, uh, like, it was one that I liked as a child because it went rude, but it was, um, they sampled uh, lines from Speed Racer and then, like, Trixie and Speed have a, have a screw during the bridge. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i hit the thing um no i don't i don't You're too excited <laughs> i don't remember what the baby was saying um but because i was it a french it, song or was it in it, english it was french 
Um, okay. And the baby was French, and what he was saying was French, but I couldn't understand it, or I can't. I've tried. I've tried to find it since then, and I think that I did, but I couldn't understand it because a it was a baby, and b um, he wasn't really saying it. They kind of edited it together to make it sound yeah. like he was saying it. Um, but it's like it's like one line. And he just says it over and over again, and there's a dance yeah. beat, and I can't remember what what it was called. Um, yeah, the '90s were weird for dance music. Oh, but I was getting down with the soundtrack on um, Pam and Tommy. Oh, okay. Because there's like all like fun '90s dance music um, when they're well, in the clubs. That was like a, that's what I enjoyed about um, Yellow Jackets is that they had. Some nineties. Oh, and even, there's even a, a a show from Ireland called Dairy Girls where they have a lot of nineties songs in it. It's great. Mm. They had Take um, back. "Be My Lover" by Labouche. Oh um, yes, Nikki French's cover of uh, oh. "Little Eclipse of the Heart." <laughs> and she just did that one song, and then she disappeared. Yeah, yeah. She made a thousands. <laughs> I guess. Wasn't she English? I feel she was, yeah. Mm. And you know what? I'd never heard um, the original version before I heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that came out when I was in eighth grade. And I was talking about it to a friend of mine. And he was like, and I was like, oh, did you hear that new song? And I was like, you know, humming it. And he was like, you think that's new? (laughs) God. It's going to be so bitchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, unless you have something you'd like to add, perhaps we should get into the movie. I think we should, yes. All right. Uh, Jed, usually takes, Jed usually takes care of the uh, where to watch these. But I, oh, I believe, I actually believe it's on Amazon. That's what I was going to say. The stuff that we watch usually tends to be so. Um, or I'm sure you could probably, you might be able to find it on the Shout Factory website because they have a channel and I know that they have some of some of their movies there. They have a fuck ton of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay. They've got a few was, of them on uh, Tubi, I reckon. Oh, They yeah, do. Um, I was never into that. I never found it funny. <laughs> a bit dry, a bit too dry for me. Yes. All right. Um, here we go. So, are we ready on your end? I am. Okay. So, we're going to begin the Funhouse Massacre in three, two, one, play. There's the Shop Factory Wolf Howling. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, sequel to it? I didn't know there was a sequel. Oh, I thought there was. <laughs> Maybe there, there or... isn't. I uh... believe there is. <laughs> um, if there is, it's news to me. I'll tell you later. You tell me later. Statesville Mental Hospital, jeez. Well, she calls it um, an asylum for the criminally insane, and I don't think if they. Well, I'm sure they have those, but I don't think they 
use that term anymore. Asylum? Crim- they don't say f- for the criminally insane. insane. Hmm. Little late for visitors. A lot of them were shut down in the 80s. I apologize. I had no oh, what for? Like mistreatment? There was mistreatment and there was a lack of government funds. But yeah, yeah there yeah. was, there was, there's a documentary. Um, I don't remember what it was called and I don't, which is fine because I didn't want to check it out anyway. But it was shot, <laughs> it was shot in I think the 60s or something. And it really showed what went on in those kinds of facilities and how yeah. the inmates are abused both physically and sexually by the people who work there and the kinds of environments they well, leave them in. When you're, not, when you're not paying well, then you get charities come along and sometimes their charities are not very good, um, especially the religious ones. Yeah. And um, uh, I didn't realize, I mean, I found this out a few years ago that the, um, you know, cornflakes uh, was developed by Kellogg. <laughs> no, we've got a brand of cereal uh, called Sanitarium. And oh. they were actually, um, I think they started out as a sanitarium. All right. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> and that that cornflakes was given as a not medicinal, but it was given used as to feed the. I would think clients. it would be used as a punishment. Who the fuck now eats cornflakes? I actually don't mind it. I get a craving for it every now and then. Did you ever have cornflake cupcakes? No. I'm amazed you've been able to keep a facility such as this hidden for so long. Well, we have Robert England in all his glory. Yes. No, I feel like uh, he's not. he doesn't ham this one up as much as he does others. There's no. still a bit of ham, but... <laughs> yes. Um, but it goes with the story. It's not... Apparently he has a cameo. Or no, he does cameo. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> I'd rather he didn't. Like, uh, um, this is coming from a uh, a follower of Royal Housewives. Is um, there's oh God. one of them has is on Cameo, and another one is on OnlyFans. And I actually respect the one on OnlyFans more. <laughs> Why you think she actually works harder for her money? No, I, I think it's it's less embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> to send guys pictures of your feet than to, uh, you know, come up on someone's phone well, and say, hi, happy birthday, you know. Like. <laughs> well, for some some of them, it is quite sad because they are doing this because they have nothing else going for them. It, um, I know that during COVID it was something uh, a few people had to start doing because... They just couldn't get booked. I know yeah. a lot of drag queens were doing cameo. Well, Howard Stern used to play clips of the really bad ones a lot, and some people <laughs> will be doing cameos completely drunk out of their minds. Um, uh, um, 
uh, Caitlyn Jenner charges $2,000 for a cameo. Oh, Lord. Which is fucking pathetic. Robert charges oh, 500 no. supposedly. Okay. Which, I mean, it's up there, but Robert England is a legend, so... And, and I'm I sure you'd have to pay that people much. People might pay, clo- yeah, closer that much doing the conventions. Doing the conventions. When they go have their photograph of them. Yeah. And depending on who you get, there are some who just, you know, want to do it and get it over with and will have a really... Oh, they played um, some of Tara Reed's on um, on oh. Howard. <laughs> and yeah, they. Were, she sounds like she's been chain smoking three packs a day. And <laughs> she sounded also sounded totally bored. And apparently, the person who bought the cameo bought it for someone who was a big fan of Urban Legend. And oh, okay. At the end of it, she was like, "I'm glad you like Urban Legend. Happy birthday." <laughs> I'm sure it's more like a. I'm glad you're like Urban. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think the the nicest one that I came. Well, I've never actually gone on the website and checked them out, but of the ones that I heard on Howard was Debbie Gibson. Okay. She yeah. actually like took. She had somebody film it. She didn't hold the phone in front of her face. She walked around a room, said some nice things, sat at her piano, played a few verses of like three different songs. Um, her and it was like probably a good three and a half minutes, I would say. Yeah. When most people are in and out in thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she actually took the time to to do that, and I thought that was nice. Yeah, the dentist is quite a cute man. Oh, now he's cute. I wasn't paying attention to him before. <laughs> Who's this handsome fella? Ah, that's Walter Harris, a.k.a. the taxidermist. You know who else is in this? More exotic, the better. Who? Clint Howard. Oh, yes, this, this is him. <laughs> We have the ice cream man himself. And he is the leader of a very Bad Dreams-esque cult. No, that's Gia Burns. Oh, whatever. If I pronounce the first name. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the taxidermist. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, the other one did the suicide cult where they were all... But is his first name Gia? I don't know. It's spelled J-E-R-E. I, the only people in this movie that I'm familiar with is are Robert, Clinton Howard, and Courtney Gaines. I don't know who anybody else is. Yeah. This, I think, would be the perfect vehicle for a bunch of horror icons to be the, uh, the inmates. Yep, yep, like, yep. Have, like, Bill Mosley be somebody... And um, there's no women. Um, well, 
the women ones are probably more expensive, like uh, Kathy Bates or something, you know. No, uh, okay. no, you're no, not no, no. Like it, it, I'm talking about like protagonists that start becoming horror more. icons um, that you know are assembled for movies. Felissa Zombie does and shit. Um, Felissa, yeah. Um, Tiffany Shevis, but there's no female ones. I said, but so maybe Ken Foray. Because they get him for everything. Tony Todd, maybe. Mm. Could be one of the villains. Um, Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder, yeah. But I think this was a micro-budget movie, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all filmed at... Well, a lot of it's filmed at a certain... Um, and I, I kind of trusted that you would know, but I couldn't... <laughs> yeah, it's sort of at- like... A a, an amusement park, yeah, an yeah. Amusement park carnival. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, America's largest haunted house type thing. Did you do you like carnivals? I do. Um, we re- we uh, had one recently in uh, September, the uh, Adelaide show, which is. Uh, um, where they have a lot of arcade games and um, show rides and uh, you can buy sample bags of things. Roller coasters? There's, I think there's two roller coasters. Because a lot of the rides are trucked in, they're mainly like spinning rides, whereas the ones there's, there's... the ones that are left at the location, there's a yeah, two roller co- and a big Ferris wheel. Like the Gravitron, you ever going in Gravitron? I never went on that, but um, I used, my favourite one. <laughs> it used to be called the Rainbow, uh, and now it's now that they got rid of that, and it's called the Alibaba, which is <laughs> it's just it spins or it it goes up and down and. Um, kind of like a fast Ferris wheel, let's say. What were your favourite <laughs> show rides to go on? Um, well, the first thing that I would do whenever I would go to a carnival or go to the amusements on the boardwalk um, on summer vacation was I would look for all of the the haunted house attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that's been there for years called Castle Dracula, which has a walkthrough and a boat ride. I used to go on that um, every year. And they really built like a big castle. Um, yeah. So that's fun. And I don't, I could go on things fast but I don't like things that flip over or drop oh okay so See, I, can, not... I can't handle ones that spin because then I just uh, it affects my ears <laughs> um tilt the world I'm, I'm okay with I could do that the Gravitron was fun um bumper you, cars is that the one course. where you can go upside down where you can like walk up the walls well I didn't but usually whenever I would go in, in the Gravitron the DJ 
would be the DJ booth would be in the center and he would be controlling the music and the ride. And generally, when it when the ride was going, he would get out of there and start walking around on the walls and shit. <laughs> um, no, nah, but the the you, what you do though, because it's it's kind of on a slant, and you press yourself up against this um, padding. Yes. So it's like a it's like a chair padding, but there's no chair. And I remember the first time I went on it. Um, I was with this girl who was a neighbor and she was a bit of a fibber and she used to just like to tell tall tales just to amuse herself and I remember um, when I was getting ready for the ride to start she was standing next to me and I had my fingers like curled around the, the padding and she was like don't do that and I was like why and she was like um, there's gears in there that can cut your fingers off. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Which I think if it was true, they would have told us or they wouldn't have made it. They wouldn't have built it as such. Yeah. But even still, ever since then, I was I was always petrified to put my fingers. And it's a big cavity like yeah. between the um, the padding. Um, so I would just like try to put my hands at my thighs or something. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that traumatized me. <clears throat> oh, and the, um, and the, uh, go-karts. Those are oh, fun. yeah. Oh, do you mean the Dodgem cars or? What cars? Uh, bumper cars. No, well, the bumper cars, yes, but the go-karts, too, like, Okay. In Super Super Mario Kart, yeah. oh. you you never do, do went you, on go- um, control the control the car or is it just yes okay. yeah they have in um, the boardwalk they have an underground track where it's just we just go in a circle yeah yeah and it's like a little car it was so fun okay. we have them but not at the shop we uh, you can. There's one around the corner from where I live, so they're easy to get to. But I've never actually done it before. Oh, you should. It's fun. That's how she died. Please dismount the dead body. I got <laughs> that line reminded me of um, clay pigeons. You just contaminated the entire crime scene. Please dismount the dead body. Which is like stop. Uh, could not don't. Poke the corpse with a stick. It's just that's like oh, no. Janine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Could you not poke the body with a stick, please? Whereas I, going back to our conversation earlier, I didn't mind Vince as the uh, vi- villain in that, but in Psycho, he was, not very much. He was fine. He was passable. Yeah. But in Psycho, no, he was awful. No, I feel like I could see his acting mind uh, churning it out. Well, he it didn't made seem some, a natural. Yeah. Well, he made some weird choices. I'm gonna say this, and I remember, and I am one hundred and ten percent, and I hate to say one hundred and ten, one hundred ten percent positive that this is true, but. 
I did see the re- the Psycho remake in theaters, and when I saw it in the theater, there was a moment when I think it was when uh, no, it couldn't have been when our maybe no. Because you don't see him when Arbogast is in the house, but there anyway, there is there's a scene when he's going up the stairs, and he does it very effeminately, and he mm-hmm. shakes his ass back and forth, and like a, it was totally like a woman, but in the yeah. in the DVD and the VHS he doesn't do it like that. And I remember this specifically because I was sitting and I know I'm not imagining it because there were teenage kids sitting next to me who got a big laugh out of it. And they were all saying how gay he looked in that particular scene. And plus, he didn't know how to run when he knows that uh, Julianne Morris in the house and you see him running up the steps he doesn't know how to run yeah and this fucking horny bitch <laughs> she can't get him uh, no and Julianne Moore has the backpack I want in that <laughs> the Mayo pack yes was she playing it as a lesbian no Oh, I thought I thought that she was that. I remember reading um, the article, like when the movie came out, they were talking about homosexuality in the original and in the remake. Well, maybe this homosexuality was um, Norman, because maybe maybe Vince Vaughn was purposely playing him gay. But then there's a scene where he jerks he off that. looking at Marion. So I don't, I yeah. don't know, and that. That was not in the original or the book. No. See, I thought maybe he was playing Anthony Perkins. Well, if he did, he would have done a better job. <laughs> um, no, was Alfred I, Hitchcock by? I don't. I don't really. I don't know anything about <laughs> that. Just him. Interesting. And I, I don't want. No, I really don't want to know of se- Alfred Hitchcock's sexual proclivities. There was that movie he, that well, that Tinder was made with Anthony Perkins, which I not Anthony Perkins. Uh, Anthony oh, the uh, well, there were strangers on a train, which had a game. No, no, no. Theme. It's it's a it's a uh, a movie about the movie. So I think An- Anthony Hopkins plays. Oh, oh, the, oh, the movie Hitchcock. Yes. Yeah, no, I never saw that, but I thought I thought that Anthony Hopkins was a little too thin to be playing Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Maybe they balked him up. I'm asking you, what is the doctor? Oh, God, this is such a lame joke. <laughs> yeah. Now you're just being a smartass. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you what, Charlie. I'm gonna take us back to the kitchen, all right? And we're gonna make you like a brand spanking new one, okay? No more dirty food. No more dirty food. I'm machete, motherfucker. He kind of reminded me. He kind of reminded me of um. Fucking um. What was his name? Oh God. Um. He's a really famous actor too. But in the movie Waitress, did you ever see that with Carrie Russell? With Carrie Russell, no. 
Oh, you should see it. You would like it. It's is, really good. Is it a musical? No, they made it into a, mu- a musical, but oh, okay. it's, it's the movie is not. Yeah. You would you would like it. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah. I remember it had good reviews, so I'm sure I shall. And it was really sad. Did you hear about the girl who wrote it was killed? No. Um, oh. Adrian Shelley. And what, how? Um, she um, was having some kind of... Um, was it domestic violence? Was no. No, no, okay. She was having some kind of... Some, something fixed in her apartment. I think the maintenance guy was fixing something. And she caught him stealing. So oh. he he strangled her to death. And this was right before the movie came out. So she never saw the success of the movie. Yeah. Um, And she had a four-year-old daughter at the time. Um, And Carrie Russell's character um, has a baby. And toward the end of the movie... Uh, right before the credits it's like supposed to be some years have passed and she's supposed to be going walking down the street with the daughter who is a few years older now and it's adrian shelley's daughter in the movie yeah i'm down to hang out if you want to we we can do that we can hang out i can't believe you've never seen waitress no we don't have to no no i didn't say no and i always always remember the front cover oh really jesus And we shouldn't be talking about movies like Rageous on the Blind Rage podcast. <laughs> well, the story around it is a bit of a horror. And they're in, they're in a restaurant. Andy Griffith. Um, oh. That's who I was thinking of. Andy Griffith is in Waitress, and he owns the diner that uh, Carrie Russell's character works in. Yeah. And... Um, um, he likes things a specific way. Yeah, yeah. And all, all, all the girls can't stand them, and Carrie's character is the only one who really knows how to handle them. So, oh, know, is he sort know. of like um, a Jack Nicholson, as good as it gets, type of um, character? Um, well, I've never seen as good as it gets, but. Um, Andy Griffith was like 90 when he was in that yeah. movie. So he he was just an older man who wanted his food the way he wanted his food. He didn't he yeah. wanted this, but he didn't want this. He wanted it prepared this way, but not this way. Yes. Um and he made sure that he made sure that he made sure that you knew. Yes. And the girls couldn't stand him. Well, I had a dinner party. Uh, not a dinner party. I went out to a restaurant with a group of friends and one of them I don't like. <laughs> and she's very much like that way. She's very specific about what she wants, but it's almost to a point where she wants the restaurant to mess up so she can be oh, angry about it. That oh, type of no, 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 no. I couldn't go, I couldn't go out to dinner with somebody like that. 
No. Well, she was like at the other end of the table, so it was. I was quite fine to not be near well, them. I would be afraid that somebody would mess up my dinner yeah. because of her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to annoy the waiting staff. No, no. I'm. I'm always as nice as I can possibly be to anyone who handles my food. Even yes. if it's, you know, a McDonald's cashier who doesn't even go near the food. I'm always... <laughs> well, I'm a nice person anyway. Yeah. But I'm always... I always make sure that I smile. I'm pleasant. Well, I was... Yeah, I always remember... Um, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is years ago. I went out with my uh, friend who my number one plan B, as I, as we know her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, we we went out and had something to eat, and then I felt like some ice cream, so I went up and ordered. And I was chatting with the with the guy behind the counter, and was just having a nice conversation. And I and I got it at a cheap price, and then she went up <laughs> wanting some, and he charged her the correct amount, and she got all angry. <laughs> Oh, so you were flirting with him and you got a discount on your ice cream? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think he was straight, so it wouldn't be a flirt. It was just a... That we were having like... a pleasant conversation. Well, hmm. straight My guys don't cock. give you kidding. discounts. <laughs> um, if, you know, it's just a friendly conversation. Well, it was it was a country town, so... You know, there are way too many characters in this movie. Yeah, I got a bit lost at one stage. (laughs) I mean, there's all these kids, and then you got the DJs, and then you got the people at the carnival, and then you got the, you know, the main killers. You got that crazy bitch who let them out. Did I say the police? Yeah, police. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too much. Yep, yep. But in saying that, you don't need to really follow the story. You know what it is, and then uh, everyone yeah, just I mean, the fills story the brief. Is, the story is, is quite thin. Um, I, plot, want, I was actually rather. thinking, I wonder if it was sort of... Um, if the movie was created out of uh, reaction to The Expendables... Uh, which I know was an action, but I guess uh, to sort of have that similar um, grouping of everyone together and then just play out a movie, <laughs> whatever the movie mm. may be. Um, is there even a final girl? I don't think there is. Well, so there is, but uh, you don't know if she dies because um, you hear her scream as well, they're then being um, she probably ambulanced died. away, or maybe she went crazy. No, well, you know that someone that the there's a villain on the ambulance. Oh. 
No, I because uh, so a lot of it was was action. And here's the guy yelling is Dennis Gaines, by the way. Uh, Courtney Gaines. Courtney. Sorry. Yes. The one who runs Whoa, the. Um... That's a hot mic. My apologies. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember um, <laughs> when he was he was on one of those um, like I love the eighties things for VH1. God. And he said pretty regularly if he's walking down the street in Hollywood, people across the street will scream, Outlander. <laughs> And I'll just smile and wave and carry on. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you a second chance to go down in history as the most deranged. Well, from what I remember, he doesn't look the same as he as he did in Children of the. Maybe he did in yeah. the nineties, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have, might have been the case. I think I'm gonna put you in the Heisman pose. Oh, every time I think of the name Clint, I think of how. When you write it in block letters, it looks rude. It looks like cunt. Yes. <laughs> so you can't have the L and I far too, too close together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably how I would scream in a horror movie. <laughs> if, if you got your face de-sleeved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want that. Or maybe we do. I don't know. Who the hell are you? Well, you don't know me. But I'm pretty sure you know her. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, listen, man. If you're her ex or something, it didn't mean anything. We were just fuck buddies, okay? Not a very nice way to talk about my daughter. I hate the term. Fuck buddies. Yes. That's a... um, term you'd use uh, maybe with buddies as in with friends um well honestly i i really i don't like any uh term or phrase that um was made popular by or entered the zeitgeist via sex in the city (laughs) okay (laughs) I feel that that term. Well, because Blanche had one. Blanche Devereaux. She didn't call him a fuck buddy. Of course she did. (laughs) I had never Uh, heard anyone use the term. Well, I mean, before that, it was friend with benefits. Because Alanis. Or no strings attached. Um, I remember it was said in Vanilla Sky, but I'm sure that 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 was after six and six. Well, I think, I think if you were just doing, if you were just having no strings attached sex with someone before terms like uh, friend with benefits or fuck buddy, you would just say you were doing a casual. You're yeah. in, you're in a casual yeah. relationship. Yes, you're in a dalliance. Oh no. Um, before uh, Friend with Benefits, it was Booty Call. Oh, that's right, yes. I think Casual was the 80s, especially with that movie. 
casual sex. Question did you ever mark. Watch Billy Cole? Um, I think I did. My um, my um, number one plan B made me watch it. <laughs> I think I was saw... that the one with Tommy Davidson and um, um, uh, Tommy Davidson. The Wayne uh, brother. No, the one who played uh, Ray Charles. Ah, oh, yeah, it might have been um, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, if, I if that's the never one really is, watched yeah, I, I think I saw it. maybe uh, 20 minutes of it and they were maybe looking for a dental dam or something. Oh, I saw it once and that was more than enough. <laughs> it, it's not good. <laughs> I can't believe people would actually buy. Do they still make dental dams? It's like, why would you pay for a little sheet of rubber? You just like fucking get some saran wrap. Yeah, no, they were looking at saran wrap. Yeah, which I don't know if I. <laughs> I'd rather just not go down on someone if I choose saran wrap. No, we call it glad wrap. So that's why I keep. <laughs> well, we have that too, my word. but. Yeah. Um. The, uh, well, there, there. I feel I like know. I'd suffocate. <laughs> yeah, there. Bad boy, bubbying my own self. There was um. Well, you wouldn't be in that position anyway, so you don't have to worry about. No, but an asshole though. Oh God! You had to go there, didn't you? Well, milk, um, milk, lemonade. All right, settle. No, but there used to be this guy that I used to chat. Well, he was my age. I was like 22. So well, this was 23-ish. Uh, on my, I met him on MySpace. And we used to chat on AOL and Messenger. And he used to have flings. But this was during the days when you actually had to put work into it and like go into chat rooms and say anybody. I remember going into a gay chat room just to talk to people. Yeah. And it would be like, anybody in Northeast want to BJ? And I was like, oh, that's, that's cute. Um, it was cute. Uh, I recently won some uh, gay magazines from the 90s and seeing the personal ads was quite a cute throwback. <laughs> Well, no, I didn't finish my story, but no, this was, so yeah, he used to do a lot of a lot of hookups. This guy, um, his name is Bradley, I remember, and <laughs> I don't know how we Not got Brad. on. I don't know how we got onto the subject, but he he said that um, he mostly just did oral, and he then he said something to the effect of, "I have to." I always have to make sure that I have condoms. And I said, you use condoms for oral? And he got really defensive. Like he was- Well, you can. You, you can, but why would you want to? I mean, if something looks like it shouldn't be there, then just don't put it in your mouth. Um, but he made sure that he used... Well, he was fucking around with a lot of people, so I guess it was a good idea that he was using mm. condoms for oral. Um, 
But yeah, he got mad. And I didn't even like say anything judgy. I just said you use condoms for all. That's all I said. But what did he get mad about? That I asked or that I thought oh, okay. it was curious. Unusual, yeah. No, I thought you might have said he got mad at you for not using condoms for her or something. No, I didn't even say if I did or if I didn't. Yeah. I had someone uh, do it for me and I was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, as in, uh, there are some people that are just very cautious about it. These two fucking idiots. They remind me of these two guys that Pitch have a show on satellite oh. radio, radio called um, Kirino and Rich. Kind of. <laughs> I will say, uh, didn't I, I didn't find this movie scary at all. <laughs> um... But it was fun. I didn't like. It was a good. It was a well, good combination. It's of uh, yeah, and yeah. I think it was meant to be a horror comedy. I don't. I mean, it does kind of fool you in the beginning because it does kind of look like it's going to be a straightforward horror movie. Yeah. Um, but then when you you're introduced to the teenagers at the diner, it kind of takes a shift. Um. This place is scary for me. <laughs> he was saying that with, first of all, six cans of Shasta and you get $5 off a ticket, that's really not a good deal. Because you got to lug around six empty cans. That's that. <laughs> and, Why not chuck it out when you finish them? But and I've never seen Shasta anywhere ever. It must be a regional thing. What is it? A beer something. or something? Oh, okay. I think it's like a Sprite or something, something like that. Okay. Or it might be, might be a, some kind of cream soda. <laughs> I remember. Um... Uh, when I visited America, there are a few things that I ordered that had the name specifically said, but I was surprised when I got it, like uh, chicken and waffles. <laughs> and then it came to me and it's chicken and waffles. And uh, the other thing that I ordered was uh, chocolate cola, and it was uh, Coca-Cola with chocolate syrup I poured into it. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I, don't, I guess I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> I'd never heard of that. I would have thought they would have put, like, chocolate ice cream in it. Yeah, that's sort of what I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but no, <it's, laughs> I saw them squirt the uh, syrup in and then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Like, I ordered it. <laughs> what? But yeah, I, I was kind of thinking uh, uh, like a, a chocolate spider, uh, a chocolate float. <laughs> yeah, like uh, an ice cream float or a root yeah. beer float. The law, the law is who talks like that. Okay, I am the law. Actually, I've got that uh, on the night that um, 
uh, Donald won the election. <laughs> so I always remember it because I uh, was sitting alone at a restaurant and I could hear these college students uh, sort of in the debate. That was a dark night indeed. Yes. I just, I, I had stopped watching TV at that point. So I was just, I was listening to NPR all night while they were going over everything. And by like 3 a.m. it was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're in trouble. Yep. This is not good. Well, I, it just did go the way a lot of people were expecting, so. Yeah, and a lot of bad things happened because of. We'll just focus on this horror movie that we're watching. We now. will. <laughs> we will. We will do that. <laughs> I remember when Veda went all crazy on Jamie Lee Curtis with the bumper cars. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> because I worked at um, because I worked at um, a pet store, and I actually bagged the fucking fish. Um, when she gets the goldfish, don't. Every time I watch it now, I always think you can't keep them in the bag that long. Yeah, yeah. Or well, I'm I'm sure they didn't in the movie. Well, no. Well, um, and there's the episode of Seinfeld. Well, yeah, when they're in the car park. Well, they're in the, when the yeah, and Elaine has one, and they didn't because you have to. You have to um, when you bag it, you have to do it a very specific way, and it can be hard. But yeah. it's like you have to get the bag with the water and the fish in it, put it in a wide mouth cup so it's standing up and then the plastic is all sticking out. And then you have to grab it really quickly to catch the oxygen in there. And yeah. then you tie the rubber band. But you have to have the oxygen or the fish will die. Yep, yep. You need technical air holes. There were people I remember when I got hired that were able to do it so like swiftly, and I was like, "Oh, you must have been here a while." That's pathetic. Like sensei. Yeah, it was like um, Mr. Miyagi catching flies with the chopsticks. Yes. That was always one of my favorite parts. I don't remember what he wanted. Um, what Daniel wanted. And he just goes, after. After what? After, after. <laughs> in here, in when? <laughs> oh, God. I was ready to go again. By the way, did you see the remake of Karate Kid? No. No, I no, believe, I didn't. <laughs> I can't believe how much fucking money that movie made. Yeah. Well, 
Well, I'm glad. I mean, uh, I, actually, in saying this, I don't think I've seen the original. Oh, God. I was raised by sisters and it really went with what they wanted. <laughs> well, I saw it because of mine and she had a crush on Ralph Macchio. So I would have thought. Did that you watch yours The might. Outsiders? The Outsiders? Was it the Outsiders? He, I uh, think he was. Um, yeah, I reckon we watched that in high school, actually. Well, you probably were doing the book, reading the book, studying the book, too. Um, I don't think I did see The Outsiders. Now you maybe forgot what I was going to say. Oh. Karate I kid. think a karate kid. And your, and, your, and your fish in the bag. No fish. The, I think the United States and Canada is the, I could be wrong, but it's, I think it's the only area where it's called the Karate Kid. Because what do we it's not call it? karate. No, we call it the Karate Kid. The remake? Yeah, I reckon so. The one with Jaden Smith? Yeah, yeah. What, what else is it called? They call it like kung. Fu. Well, it's it's kung fu is what they're doing yeah. in the movie. They don't do karate, and they fucking trick Jackie Chan, which was bullshit. Um, yeah, they tricked him into being. He's like, oh, you're going to be a kung fu teacher in this movie. I think it was called Kung Fu Dreams or something. The original title, yeah. and that's where it's called. And I know that's where it's called in the in the Asian markets because you can't well, sell yeah. it. As a karate kid, when it's not kung fu, because I mean, it's not karate, because they're gonna be like, um, shenanigans. Yeah. I want my money back, please. Thank you. Taekwondo, no, she better don't. This is gonna be. I, I knew our, how she was gonna die. <laughs> this is gonna be another one of our Allison's birthday episodes. It was, um, oh, you're gonna do a wee. Oh, first well, we'll talk about everything that else. Was, no. That was, first of all, that was you. <laughs> And second of all, I meant. Well, we talk about everything but the movie. See, uh, her her death scene reminded me far too much of very bad things. What? What? What happened? She gets impaled on a hook. Stick him in the crapper and get your ass upstairs. That's like the only line that I remember from that movie. Because I thought it was funny for some reason. Well, I thought it was funny the first time I heard it. And then I was like, that's not funny. (laughs) Oh, and this is my day. When she bashes her with the the hook. That came completely out of nowhere. When Cameron Diaz went all homicidal. I used to like her black comedies. But that was probably her least of hers that I liked. You told me you like that movie. I don't mind it, but I don't like it like it. I don't love it, but I don't mind it. That movie is so bad. She was one I didn't mind. Uh, Head Above Water. And even there was another one she did called The Last Supper that I didn't mind. The Last what? Supper. Oh, I like The Last Supper. That was a good one. Hmm. Yeah, that had a good cast, too. Yeah. Courtney B. Vance. Yeah. Um, Annabeth Gish. Um, the guy from Beauty and the Beast. Was... 
I don't remember his name, but the the lead guy was really cute, the Jewish guy. Oh, um, and it had uh, didn't it have Mickey from Truck Dead Fred, or maybe not. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes. He brought home. Um, he brought home. Um, what's his name? Who passed away? I think I've had enough meat for one night. What's his name? From Twister. Ah, oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he was an outspoken racist and anti-Semite. Yes. So of course I had to bring him to the table. And uh, the, I always remember the priest. <laughs> oh, that was um, Charles Durning. Yes. Yeah, they had a lot of names in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And Nora Dunn was the policewoman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I felt bad. The only one I felt bad for was the girl, the high school girl, who was trying to preach... Um, Abstinence. Yeah. I don't remember that one, but uh, in, like in saying that, I think. Uh, well, they don't kill her. They don't kill changed. her. Cameron Diaz takes her home. They're, yeah, yeah. They were going to. Because cool, toward the end, Courtney B. Vance's character gets a little fanatical and he just wants yeah. to kill everybody. Yeah. Well, after he kills the um, sheriff. Yeah, he, he hits her with a shovel. Mm. I'm surprised at how well I remember that movie. I yeah, yeah, no, that, that's sort of what's happening with me is I remember the scenes as, they, as we're talking about. I haven't seen it in a long time. The T-1000. Seen it. It's the weirdest conversation I've ever heard. Always. Here he is. That was fast. Mickey Bones. I haven't seen him in a while. No. For a second bang, he did pretty well. And he licked her right. Oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> I was kind of, actually, I was disappointed by this scene because I wanted uh, the villain to die. You did, did you? Well... Anyway, <laughs> I like it. When, like you know, my favorite scene in uh, I like a good chick fight <laughs> when uh, Sharon Stone gets killed in uh, t- Total Recall. That was great. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Total Recall from beginning to end, nor do I really care to. I don't like science fiction, and I don't like anything futuristic. Okay. Which, you know, science fiction and futuristic kind of goes hand in hand. Well, there was a a horror movie I wanted to write that's set in the future. Not not anything dramatic, but it was sort of inspired by uh, It Was Have Eyes. <laughs> Well, this one's trying to be like a Harley Quinn god. I was listening to a podcast. Um, um, who is hosted by somebody I have a particular fondness for. Mm-hmm. And they were doing The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Yes. Which I remember I saw once when I was very, very young. I don't remember it at all. Um, but they were talking about how... Um, well, it the it's set in 2017. <laughs> and yes. they were saying how, um, for the most part, um, accurate the portrayal of the future was. Yeah, yeah. By way of um, reality some, TV. And- yeah, reality TV, some of the technology. Um, and I think there was like some kind of COVID like um, oh, pandemic. Yeah. Was that you? <laughs> yeah, I was yawning. <laughs> Now, I don't remember what this hotel had to do with anything. I don't know. Do you like the movie The Fun House? What is The Fun House? Uh, the Toby Hooper movie. <gasps> I haven't seen it. Oh, for God's sake. That's not the one that recently came out, is it? No, I'm thinking of the amusement park. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. We don't have great access. Did you watch? Did you watch the amusement park? I never even heard of it. I reckon that's the name of it. It's one that's sort of been unburied. He made a movie for the Lutheran Association. Who did? Toby Hooper. And it's called The Amusement Park? And it was oh a lost god. Oh movie? my god, I might, I might be confusing. No, <laughs> I'm confusing you with uh, Romero. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, um, that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> I've had a long day at work. <laughs> I don't understand why he would make it for the Lutheran. Romero is Italian and he would be Catholic. Yeah, well, I it, it was <laughs> he just took their money and made a movie. <laughs> oh. I thought it was like a side a personal No, project. no, no. But I think it was buried because it wasn't at all the type of movie that the producers wanted. Oh. The financiers. 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 Financier. Financier. That's how you would say it in French. <laughs> you skank. No, nothing wrong with that. In I think uh, I think it's 2024. You can go to, anybody can go to the Library of Congress and see that Jerry Lewis movie that was never released, or he never want never wanted released. Okay. What was oh god? What was that? What about? Um, I think it's called The Day the Clown Died. 
Yeah. And it's about a clown who um died? <laughs> no. He sent he sent to um amuse dying and tortured children in concentration camps. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a riot. Well. It doesn't actually sound like something that would happen. No, it would not happen. Like, if, if you're going to be killing children, I don't think you care about entertaining them on their last day. And I think that was his his project. Yeah. I always thought a fear of clowns was just subverting what used to be a happy child. But he went out of his way to bury it for years and years and years. Yeah. It's never I don't think it's ever going to be released publicly, but I think in 2024 is the 50th. It's like after 50 years. Yeah, it, then the public can access it. Then yeah. the public can access it, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, is it it becomes public domain after a certain amount of time. No, it wouldn't be public domain because then people would be able to release it. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Um I think it I think it's a, it's um a, a public record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. It was just a bunch of prank callers from the funhouse. I remember um something my my earphones are making a weird noise. Oh, that's not too bad. Um no, there's this documentary that came out in like '99 um, about. It was called um, "Raw Deal: A Question of Consent," and it was about um, these these girl. Well, this girl. It was two girls, but one went home. It doesn't matter. So they they were hired as strippers at a frat house, and. Um, the next morning, one of them said that she was sexually assaulted. And there were one or two of the frat guys who were videotaping the party and all of the antics that went on in the room with her. And it was like two or three other guys. Mm -hmm. And she was completely naked and they didn't show the whole thing but they showed clips of it and um personally well she seemed like an opportunist to me she saw it was a private school in Florida she was like and this is a fraternity house a very big fraternity house these, these kids have families with money so there was that and they were elitists, and I really did not like them at all. But the anyway, yeah, the frat guys, they, yeah. were, they were really looking down their nose at her. Um, they for sure thought they were better than her. And they were very, not only vo verbal about it in the actual home video, but in the documentary itself. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it became a big school scandal 
um, during because there was like a I think there was a trial was no I don't know if it went to trial but they had to turn the the tapes over to the police so yeah. they became public record and all these kids who went to the school were and all you had to do was go to wherever and just request it and they would just give it to you you didn't even have to pay yeah. for it yeah so um in frat houses were the people involved Huh? Well, frat house is college, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it was college. Yeah. So, yeah, um, they were having viewing parties oh, in sorry. frat houses and sororities and at parties all over campus. I wonder what ever happened. Because this happened, the, the documentary came out in, I think, ni- 99 or 2000, so this would have been like 98. Yeah. So I wonder what ever happened to the main guy, if you ever... I think I looked him mm. up on MySpace or Facebook to see what he was doing once. And I don't know if I was able to find him. Yeah, do they get Facebook in prison? <laughs> um, I guess it's, you know... It's no, they didn't res- do anything res- wrong. Mission. They didn't do anything yeah, wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay, so... No, she made it up. Of the... Oh, well, or okay. the way... They, she didn't... Well, mm, le- I, uh, the way... It was shown. It appeared she made it up, or it was yeah. pretty, pretty fucking obvious. In the documentary that, that you watched, yes, in the documentary, yeah, yeah. and she claimed that the, I'm doing air quotes, sexual assault <laughs> happened while the camera was off. Oh, okay. And yeah, I don't believe that at all. Yeah. But. Like I said, um, I don't believe there was criminal activity, but everybody in that room, if you watch the documentary, I believe everybody in that room behaved very badly. Yeah, abhorrently. Yes, Um, it was not their best look. Yeah, I... uh, I'm not not prudish, but if I were at a party... That was just a like a get together party, and people started having sex. I would leave. <laughs> um, you know, if, if I were to go to a sex party, you would. <laughs> That's different, you, but... <laughs> you, you would. You, you would leave. Yeah. My fucking microphone is making a noise again. Do you hear that? No, I can't. I can't hear. Oh, we're yeah, we're not talking that way. Um. If I have to get a new fucking microphone, I'm not gonna be too happy. Okay, uh, time out. Quick head count here. You it's making like a static go noise. Oh, definitely. No um, I've, I've chucked out my old, um... Oh, no, that, I think that was fine. Um, my so, old yeah, you were saying if you were at a sex party, you would not participate, yeah. And I don't no, I was saying if I went to a regular party and it became sexual, uh, you know, if, if I went to a, uh, a going away party, Party, and then suddenly people start getting having sex on the couch and people are like oh it's time for me to go but if you if you go to a sex party then you expect sex party. <laughs> but mm. not not somewhere you know where there's cake mm-hmm. 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 different kind of cake mm-hmm. different kind of party favors yes mm-hmm. yeah like I, <laughs> I was embarrassed I once went to a new year's new year's party and you know, 
there was nothing suggesting it was going to be sexual and there was all it said was oh and um bring your bathers so you can use the hot tub so i brought my bathers and i went into the hot tub and then suddenly six guys came in and started <laughs> like it went very rude and so i left <laughs> you know you participated don't try to no, I, I got a bit embarrassed and i was oh because <laughs> there I was in my bathers, <laughs> being all innocent, and then suddenly it's um, Caligula around me. <laughs> there was a lot of smegma floating in that hot tub. <laughs> So I'm, I'm taking, I assume that this was before Matthew. Yes. Yeah. Well, then why don't you have a good time? Well, I was with someone else at the time. Oh. Boo. <laughs> you non-whore. No, I wouldn't have done anything either. No, no, yeah, I was quoting Mean Girls. <laughs> non-whore. boo, you whore. Uh, um... Although the guy I was with, I should have. <laughs> he was a nut. He was a cunt. <laughs> that was the DVD guy. What DVD guy? The one who stole all my DVDs. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. If only he knew how many times he has come up on this podcast. Mm, well, he... But... <laughs> Yeah, I know you think he's dead because he was a crackhead. No, I don't think that. Yes, I, you did. You said no, that. No, I, I said he got into ice. Um, you call it ice. No, I, I, I had the last communication I had in his regard was with his brother saying that uh, I have not spoken to him at all. And I calculated how much he had taken from me. And so <laughs> oh, you I could probably refine that. From his that, brother? Oh. No, 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 no. The brother was sort of asking if I was... He was kind of accusing me of kind of shielding him. And I was like, no, no, no. I um, had lost a lot of money out of him and a lot of years of life. (laughs) Yeah. You know, this really doesn't... I I don't think it really gets too, too crazy until it's about an hour in. Yeah. That's when it really goes nuts. Funhouse massacre. I mean, I guess they could have done more at the uh, asylum to sort of uh, build up some bloody, but, you know, I guess in saying that, they didn't go over and about, you know. They didn't, um, well, they probably uh, can only saturate us too much for that, like for like three hours. Yes, and uh, pretty much, I'm sure he has a good time when, when he does this type of stuff. Pretty much everything that I see him in, um, or I've seen him in since A Nightmare on Elm Street, he's only had very minor supporting roles. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly he's not a leading man, but I would think that, you know, why couldn't, why can't he be part of an ensemble? Yeah. 
Or yeah, he could have been at one point in his career. I reckon he. I need to look this up. There was a a, a kids movie called The Paper Route that he was in. Oh, um, where he played like uh, I reckon he played like the meat on band, but who ended up being nice type of thing. Was that, that in the nineties? Yeah. Um. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't think it's called the paper route. But yeah, it I might remember have been called that here. I, it used to be on. It used to be on TV all the time. It was about a boy who does who has got a paper route. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, the paper brigade. I think that's what it's called. The paper brigade. Yes. Okay. Um, is it just me, or does this music sound suspiciously like something else? Like everything else. <laughs> this is. This sounds like, like Halloween. Ah, oh, no. Yes, it does. It's like they tweak. It's the main Halloween theme. Ah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. It's like they tweaked it slightly, and there clearly actually... they're, they're not using just yeah. you know, a standard piano. Um, but the melody is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they didn't get sued. Because there was another melody I reckon sounded like something else. Oh no. <laughs> you got some good head. I remember, um, like six or seven years ago, my ex was reading me some news article he found online, and it was talking about how these people were going through, it was like a walk through haunted house, and they came to find this kid, well he was like, teen, he was like 15, 16. He was in a bathtub, and there was this guy who was eating him, like, uh -huh. biting, like, gnawing at his neck. And there was, like, all flesh coming at it and shit. And the kid was screaming, help me. And they're like, oh, this is nasty. So cool. Yeah. And um, somebody was like, uh, I don't think this is part of the show. And they, I think some guy had a gun and he shot the guy in the leg. And then yeah. the police came and there was a mug shot and he had like a tattoo between his eyebrows and it was really crazy oh, looking. God. And then it turned out that the article was actually from a website. I can't remember. But they 
made up all these really grisly stories and tried to make them look like news stories. Yep, yep. But it was all it was all fake. Yeah. And when he was reading this to me, it sounded horrifying. I was like, oh my god, I'm never leaving the house again. Yeah, because they wrote it like legitimately. It's, it's almost like yes. those those uh, satire newspapers, but yeah, like the bench. Onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Machete with his meat tenderizer. Mm. He can tender my meat. <laughs> um, you kiss the puppies with that now. <laughs> Not Dakota. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> Actually, I don't tend to kiss them. I uh, put my forehead on their forehead. <laughs> you don't give them a little peck on the forehead? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. When I say kiss them, I didn't mean fucking kiss them on the mouth. No, I didn't. Yeah, I know people who do that, but <laughs> I wouldn't do okay. that. <laughs> That's gross. Like Lynn Shay. Not Shea mouth and, on on the on the on the snout, you know. Like Lynn Shay, and there's something about me. <laughs> yes, yes. I I just wanted to dress him properly. I know this looks bad, hmm. but they gave me inferior tools. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't a very good fall. <laughs> there was so much more blood than I expected. I've never shot a man. <laughs> Did you know that I shot a man in Vegas just to watch him die? Did you know that? <laughs> Yes. It's true story. <laughs> well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There's actually a movie called I Shot a Man in Vegas that Judy Garofalo was in. Really? Yeah. It was like 97. This was a very, very low-budget independent film. Yeah. I uh, well, used to have one of our stand-up sets on my iTunes. <sighs> From a Which long one? time ago. Which one? It was a half an hour one for HBO, I reckon. Oh. Where she talks about, she makes fun of Kathleen Turner. Mm-hmm. And she, had, she bought a new truck. Mm-hmm. See as Janine blends with the Geo Metro. Yes. <laughs> I like it when she says, you know when you're having sex with somebody you just want to Punch him in the face. Him in the fucking face. <laughs> Stop it! Stop fucking me! Oh, you're gonna get a knuckle sandwich. Is she, is she, fuck, is she German now? Yeah. Is that guy a mannequin? <laughs> Are these German? Fresh goes better. Um. Have you been dishing out any candy? Um, and I don't mean is... your ass. 
Trick or treat. That candy's always on display. And Halloween is still (laughs) two weeks away, baby cakes. Yeah, but any any, uh, newcomers, early visitors? No. If you're asking what I think you're asking me... (laughs) No. (laughs) We bought some... Because the candy's all on sale, we bought some. Mm Mm-hmm. You bought those... uh, uh, caramel koalas. I wouldn't give them away. No. What about the raspberry ones? Uh, the ones that are strawberry filled. Yes, whatever. No, they're nice. Are they expensive? <laughs> no, you get a twelve pack for like um, three dollars. <laughs> Poor DJ. <laughs> Still better than the Suicide Squad. How could you watch that shit? <laughs> I didn't watch the new one though, the one without the. Oh god. <laughs> What is that? Where you just get rid of... Or add it. Like yes. the Batman. Or remove it, like Joker. Mm. But that was already a thing in like the mid-aughts when they took away the does from uh, the Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they added it to Final Destination. Oh, yeah, to sort of uh, put a period on the end of it. The Final Destination. They have been making fucking the Fast and the Furious sequels shorter Mm. and shorter and shorter and shorter. And I think the new one is just like F9 or something. Yes, yeah. I thought you meant in minutes. It's like, oh, well. <laughs> I think they're getting no, longer the, minute-wise. Yeah. The titles. Probably FX will be the next one. No, the next one's just going to be like a fucking period or something. <laughs> or an exclamation point. Oh, did you end up watching X? I forgot to ask. No. Um, it's It's... It's going to be um, limited theatrical and then video on demand, and then it's going to come out on yep, um, yep. DVD. <laughs> but the prequel's coming out, too. What's the prequel called? I don't remember. I think it's because the prequel was filmed at the same time as X was. Really? Yeah, it was because X was shot during COVID and Ty West had all this money and these locations. He was like, we might as well make two movies. And I think it was, um, is it? um, Oh, it's A24. 
Uh, so he told, he brought the idea to A24, and they were like, go for it. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and the, the prequel is centered around one of the characters in X, and that's what it's called. And I don't remember her name. And you don't know the name of the prequel? No. Okay. I just said that's what the, it's called, her name. Oh, okay, her name is the name of it. Okay, her name yep, is yep. the name of the prequel. Okay. Called Britney Snow. <laughs> that was a uh, Snow White was the name of a band book that was here. Oh my God! Did you ever see Snow White: A Tale of Terror with Sigourney Weaver? That was not her finest hour. Oh, I always remember the ads for it, but oh, I never got awful. to watch it. Yeah. It was awful. Ah. Oh. It was like. From what I remember, it was like an adult fairy tale horror mm. movie. It's like they were trying to make their own genre. Not good. Well, I just thought, I don't mind adult fairy tale. Mm, I don't mind the Neil Jordans. Mm-hmm. No, it's not good. Wyatt Earp, mother. <laughs> That was a bad uh, cut, though. I know. Why did they just let him say that we already got an yes. R rating here? This isn't for television. Yeah. <laughs> this movie feels so much longer than 90 minutes. Yeah, it does actually. Now that you, <laughs> the first time I watched it, it didn't feel this long. <laughs> no, because there's really, like I said, the story is so thin. Yeah. It's sheer. I always wondered what the screenplays for movies like this look like. How long they are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose like if it's more if it's more action than dialogue, like yeah, it's like are the pages like really long, um, single spaced paragraphs? Well, I went. I. I think it just out of interest to see, uh, I read part of the screenplay to um, Basic Instinct just to see <laughs> how descriptive you knew it to be for a sex thing. Mm-hmm. And his, like, no, I didn't read much of it, just the first. His required a bit of description uh, because part of the sex scene was the, the killing, so. Mm-hmm. And did he write into the script that the guy she killed would be showing his junk in the movie? <laughs> I don't remember that. Although, it was a long time before I actually saw it uh, 
the the uh, unedited version of it because I'd only ever seen it on TV. And um, the beginning scene is far shorter on TV, obviously. And I didn't realize he gets stabbed in the eye. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is far more violent than I realized. Oh, that must be the unrated version that you've seen then. Yeah, and you get to see the fadge. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, that might... Well, you know, where she opens her legs and shots them again. No, that's in the that's in the R. Yeah. I, I still can't believe to this day she claims she didn't know. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You knew, bitch. I thought that she knew, and that he said that a girl that at his uni used to do something similar, and that's where he got the idea for it. Um, no. First of all, l let me say this. She claims that she didn't know. Um, or no, she said that um, it was going to be lit so that you wouldn't be able to see anything. And if that were the case, then why didn't she wear underwear? Yeah, exactly. I would yeah. have put on like a fucking pair of like flesh colored something or black. But um, there's another movie that came out a few years before called Society. Oh, that's what. Sorry. Can I just say. The song reminds you of uh, Somewhere Out There. That's what I kept hearing whenever they play it from An American Tale. Oh, God. <laughs> Next time, listen out and go, Somewhere Out There. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, there's a movie called Society. Um, and there's a, um, a scene in uh, high school where they're having a... A debate for class president and there's a girl in the front row who's trying to distract one of them and she opens she opens her legs but it's not shot the same way yeah and then of course there is the scene of serial mom. mom yes <laughs> but i think that was meant to be parodying basic instinct <laughs> um what was i gonna say Oh no, just about society, about the arsehole face. <laughs> I actually did not like that movie very much. Really? A lot of people love it, and I just thought it. Ugh. Uh, yeah. And everybody I think gets all, it. I think they like it because of the ending, and it's like, a, yeah, the, the ending was is a is a good shock, but. <laughs> well, it's definitely one of the weirdest movies, but in the best possible way. Yeah. And but the whole shunting wasn't even in the script. It was just it was just going to be they weren't going to be a different species. They were going to be um, a, a devil worship cult. And oh, they were okay. Gonna, they were going to sacrifice him, and that was going to be it. Yeah. And then Brian Yuzna or Yuzna, however you say his name, knowing how goofy he is, he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, we gotta do something more crying. Come on, shunts. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Yeah. What that? 
was a fine experience again. Long. Not... Long for a for a 90 minute. <laughs> yeah, this was not a good movie to watch with the minimal amount of sleep I had the night before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but my fucking earphones keep crackling. Yeah. I don't care for that. Now, I'll just see if there was a sequel for you. Will you? Because I'm so excited for that. I don't think there was. I did not know what where I saw that. So we're just gonna wait. No, no, there, there is. I see no. I see nothing about a sequel. So, um, well, there's another movie that came out around the same time that it was filmed at the Land of Illusion Haunted Screen oh, Park okay. in okay. Ohio. Oh, so we're just talking over me. That's what we're doing. Okay, cool. No, no. So there was another movie that came out at the same time. Um, called Circus Kane. Um, that I think I thought was related to this because I'm, isn't Robert England's character's name Kane? Um, let me just check. Yes. Warden Kane. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> so, nothing planned ahead for you? For tonight? Well, for the, for the month of October. Um, no. Mm-mm. No, no. I think there might have been a post. Oh, that was a really loud one. You know what this kind of reminds me of? It's like when the old Rabbit Ears TVs, when you were adjusting the antennas. Yeah. That's what it sounds and, like in my ear. Uh, and then as soon as someone let's go of the antenna, it becomes fuzzy again. What? Did you say, uh, there was another what? movie called Badlands of Kane that was the same director, but Kane is spelled differently. No, it was Circus Kane. Um, did you ever wrap aluminum foil around those antennas? <laughs> no however something that I did do that actually assisted it did you ever used to have a clock radio yes yes I did and did you have that little wire that would come out that would be for the FM and no no I didn't well we did and so I attached that to the end of it and it helped amplify the signal 
Yes. That's crazy. Now, if you keep up with this, it's going to feel like the, the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> How do you know it's not? <gasps> Mitchell, right. is that you? <laughs> I see you in your skivvies. I'm actually... I'm, I'm dressed a bit skimpily today, so... <laughs> So what you're saying is you're you're wearing perfect slasher movie attire. Yes, I'm wearing a crop top. Oh. <laughs> and booty booty shorts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I'm glad this fucking movie's over. <laughs> How about you? Um. Without nipples, breasts would be pointless. All right, settle down. This is not going to be one of our best episodes, I guarantee you. Um, but nevertheless... I reckon it's going to make the top three. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Pleasure, as always. I want to say thank you to everybody for listening. And don't forget to tune in next week for some more Halloween goodness. So until then, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams.